Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Oh boy, welcome aboard our Black Friday Santa Parade weekend edition of Tech Talk. We're live with you on Saturday, November the 26th, 2022, preempted on Sunday as the Seahawks play the Raiders in Vegas. Glad to have you along, whether you're listening to us live or to a podcast later on. If you listen to a podcast later on, a lot of this information might seem somewhat irrelevant because this is our Black Friday weekend, and by then a lot of things will hopefully have been bought and many may be sold out. Joining us to help go through all of this, somebody who did not have to sit behind the cash register, hasn't done that for a few years. (laughs) Welcome back. Thank you. Ron Fraser is the Sydney tech enthusiast and retired London Drugs tech manager. This is probably of all the times of the year that you don't miss it's a it's a different world, let me tell you. Yeah. Like Black Friday meant something different about three weeks before the preparation, the angst, trying to put together enough products to have things to open up for Black Friday and be organized, and enough staff now. Yeah, that's so a real challenge. So it's, it's way different looking uh, in from the outside. And also, as always... And I'm Brian Pavlich, it's your Tech Talk producer. Thank you, first of all, to everybody that's given such great feedback. We did, as we promised, guys. We created a special page for the Black Friday deals because they started Thursday night, and this is now Saturday. So it's been constantly updated and how many, I think, 11 pages worth of them. So thank you for the people that got deals and took the time to 55 items in there who took the time to reach out on the way home to say, got it, or to call and say, which, what, whatever. Uh, and then to update us and say, oh, that's one sold out, but they've got this instead. So thank you. It's a very, very rewarding uh, time of year for us to go through and do this. Crazy deals, Ron. Yeah, some of the ones this year, I think it's sort of the perfect storm. People have, uh, or companies have brought in a lot of product because they realize supply chain has been a problem. Then we saw interest rates start to rise. The economy changed a little bit. And I think now they really want to move their inventory. People are worried. So we put the Black Friday deals into a separate page. So if you're looking at shownotes.ca, I know many of you already done this, but if you are, you will find them on a separate tab for most of you. That tab will be on the left of the notes. Depending on your browser and your device, it might be across the top on others. So it says Black Friday 2022. And we thought we'd go through a few of the the do's and don'ts to make this, because even though this is Saturday morning, there's still a ton of deals to be had, Ron, and a lot of people are heading out as they, as we speak. Yeah, so over the last few years, Black Friday obviously is the biggest shopping weekend in Canada, with prices dropping to the lowest of the year, beating even Boxing Day. It's become... When I was working, just had peaked Boxing Day, so it beats Boxing Day. And that's the real key, because so many people say, oh, well, this is great, but I'm going to wait for Boxing Day. The prices will be better. Honestly. No, and you may not find what you want. So the trick is, don't wait. If you spot a good bargain, pick it up. There's no guarantee it will be here Boxing Day or any other time. Now, to save you some stress and also save your health, we recommend you order the items online for in-store pickup. Brian, this will save you going to a store only to find that you're sold out. Yes, exactly. It's not cool to call them. <laughs> this is the one. This is the or, one. Or we not can, possible. In yeah, cases, in many so. cases, it's just yeah. going to ring and ring and ring and go to voicemail. I yeah. mean, it's it's crazy. As Ron said, not only is it really busy, but the stores do not have the staff that they would want to have. Well, it guarantees you're going to get it too, because if you buy it online, they have to confirm it's there before they confirm the order, and so yeah. you know it will be there when you show up. And then you can go in Tuesday or Wednesday when it's all calmed down, and you can pick up your <laughs> item. Yes, you can go in today if you want. 
yeah. or tomorrow, but that just saves it. And it also means that you don't have to fight all the crowds if you're concerned no. about COVID or the flu out there. Now, if you'd prefer to buy an item from a different merchant, because you like to shop somewhere and other stores got it cheaper, most stores will price match, but there's a provided on there, Ron. Yeah, it's got to be in stock at the other store. Yeah. You know, if another store doesn't have it for $50, I don't have it for 25 Exactly. So they so. will quickly check online, in many cases, if it's a big ticket item, to see if it still shows as being in stock at store X, and then they'll do that. So yeah. you cannot shop online if you want to price match. You right. have to go in store. Yes. Now, what if you bought an item last week and find it's on sale for less for this Black Friday? You can always take your receipt back, yep. and within a couple of weeks, uh, at London Drugs, if you're an LD Extras member, within yep. 30 days, yep. you can get the price difference. But on Black Friday, you have to take it in during the Black Friday weekend yes. to get that money while, back. While so, the ad's running. Yeah, yep. there we go. Yep. So, as I say, there's 55 items in there. We've done a huge amount of homework. This has changed so many times. And the other big thing uh, that happened this year, Ron, was the one-upsmanship by the retailers, some of whom you wouldn't have think would have led the way on items. Either stores that we didn't think would put something on sale did, or they offered a bigger discount and stores have had to price match. So you, you do have to ask for the price matching. Yes, uh, and stores like Walmart and even Costco that never participated before yeah. in these have got, I've seen Black Friday emails come out every day mm-hmm. with different products on them, product yeah. selection. Well, there's a couple, we'll go through a couple of the categories. I'm going to leave all the specifics in the notes, so if you are shopping, but we'll go through a couple. And one of the ones, which has an interesting video that goes with it, is smart TVs. We saw a couple key things this year, Ron, in terms of smart TVs and pricing. Well... <laughs> The high end has come down like crazy and middle of the road. The prices are just, they've hit the floor. It's unbelievable. I, I can't see how they can make it and ship it for less almost. For example, the, and we're going to start with the highest end. So the highest rated OLED on the market, Sony's 83-inch Bravia 4K HDR OLED Smart Google TV. It was around twelve to 14000 in January. It's on sale for $62.98, $1,700 off. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's a massive TV in it for a top-end TV. When those were, we were looking at ones in... Um, at the Consumer Electronics Show, remember? Yeah, Fry's Electronics. Do you yeah. remember the one yeah. we looked at? Yeah. It was uh, 100-inch, I think, but it was $100,000. <laughs> now it's $62.98. $100,000 down to $62.98. At the other end of the scale, but still in the highest quality, Brian, OLED, which is just a world of difference. Yes. Uh, even if you're in your 80s and 90s and your vision is not so great, yeah. get them to put the two side by side and you'll go, whoa, when you see the OLED. So Skyworth, a brand out of China that London Drugs started carrying last year, they took a bit of a gamble because it was unknown name here, even though it's huge in China, and they were assured that the quality and reliability was very good, and in fact it has been. So this year they brought in their OLED, their highest quality model, $1,000 for a 65-inch OLED. That's $800 off. Yeah, as well supplies last, they see. Uh, but, yeah. wow, that's an amazing deal. Yeah. On the other hand, if you want something... If you want something cheaper than that, if your budget won't, won't allow you, Samsung, you can still get a 75-inch 4K HDR... LG, not Samsung, LG, $900, $500 off. 
That's at Best Buy. But again, other stores will match if they have the stock. Time to put one in every room at that price. Yeah, it's, it's right. just crazy. Um, a couple of people wanted to get Apple TVs. The the Apple TV 4K, the new 2022 model, not on sale anywhere. But I did discover that the last year's 2021 model, which is awesome. I have it and love it. It's on for $50 off $180. Now, when you're coming to buying TVs, Ron sent me a great graphic that I couldn't resist um, putting into the show notes. So if you switch back to the main show notes for November 26, um, there's a the picture that, that somebody sent, and this is item number 10 in the notes. If you're shopping for a big screen TV, don't make the very common but embarrassing mistake shown on the left. This is a fellow that reviewed his purchase online and said, false advertisement, purchase the Samsung 8 50-inch. After unpacking, I found that the 50-inch TV I purchased was actually 44 inches. How's that? The box is only 49 inches. There's no way with the foam protection the TV could be 50. See pictures. This is a scam. I need my money back. <laughs> oh, my. I dealt with this so many times over the years. And my apologies to anyone who, who doesn't know this, because some people honestly don't. That's why I thought we would mention it, even though we're making fun of this guy. For sure. So the way you measure a television is diagonally. It's always the screen size is measured diagonally, corner to corner, screen only within about a quarter inch generally, yeah. just to allow for bezel movement and different yeah. shapes and so on. But it's, it's corner to corner. So outside dimensions of the TV are usually printed on the box. And unfortunately, sometimes that's what people go by. Yes. So that'll tell you what space it will fit in but it's not the size of the screen. So it's important that you know what space it will fit in totally. before you head to the store, but then once you get there. So uh, I thought this would be kind of useful here uh, on this one here. If you're thinking of getting a really big TV, one of the things worth knowing is what's involved in unboxing it and setting it up. And at the bottom of this week's show notes, video number 42 shows you just that. Oh, didn't have it here. What's up everyone, Be The Installer. I got my wife Jen here. And we have the TCL 98 inch QLED TV here. I'm not sure I've ever seen this TV on YouTube or really anywhere. So pretty excited to show you this. So we're gonna unbox it, set it all up. Normally we have Jen do some of the fun stuff, but I'm not sure she's gonna be able to reach it. It's like taller than you, yeah. but you know, we'll, we'll grab her a step stool or something. And after we get it set up, I'm excited to put it against this 83-inch A90J OLED over there to see how much of a difference 98 versus 83 makes. Yeah, it's really fascinating watching what's involved in setting up a huge TV. It's not as simple as setting up a, a small TV. It's really fascinating what they've done, Ron, to make sure that the screen um, is packaged well so it doesn't get damaged and also how they've made it to, to make it easy to set up when it's that big. How you put the legs on, for example, was just ingenious. Let me go back even further and say when you open the box, if it's a TV that size, you're almost always going to lift the box off the TV and it sits in a tray. Yes. If it's a smaller size TV, I have seen this way too many yeah. times done in the store and people yeah. do it at home. They slid open the top of the box, removed the phone, ah. grabbed the screen with ah. both hands, no. Oh, no. and then cracked the screen yeah. with their thumbs trying yeah. to pull it out. Right. You really yeah. have to be careful. That's extremely fragile that way. So in this case, and this is one of the things you'll see in the video, because the TV is so tall, because it's a 98-inch TV, most people can't lift the top off. Right. Because yeah. their ceiling's not high enough. So they came up with this ingenious way of folding the, fr folding the front down. 
and they've got special panels and special handholds so you can take it out. It's really fascinating. So even if you don't plan on buying a honking huge TV, this is fascinating just to watch from think of how they plan the packaging. Well, and I know it's exciting, but read the box. Read the information as you open the box. Stop for a second. This is a big purchase, and you want to be sure you do it right. Yes. There we go. So much other stuff in the show notes, but we'd love to help you as well, especially, and we'll we'll help you with anything, but especially if you want a hand with deciding what to buy or not buy for Black Friday, because these prices are well below cost. Nobody pays us to say anything about any of the products that we put up there. We're just helping so many people save money, and we're sharing that with you. So 250-386-1161 on a home phone while we're live on Saturday morning, the 26th, Star 1070 on a mobile phone, Texts are welcome at 107010-107010. Please include your first name somewhere in the text. And you can also email us at techtalk, T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K, at cfax1070.com. We have some of all of those, and we'll be back to help right after this. 21 after the hour as we continue on our Black Friday Santa's Parade Weekend Edition. It's hard to believe. It's, we already have the Santa Parade. My wife told me that it was on tonight, and I'm going, no. Well, even working in retail, it went fast, but it goes just as fast when you're not. It's amazing. The 40th Peninsula Co-op Santa Parade will be held along a new route through downtown Victoria starting at 5 p.m. tonight. Uh, It goes down Douglas now, not government, because government is semi-pedestrian mall, wouldn't work. So I put the link in the show notes just because it's a change and people don't like change. Well, in case anyone's wondering, too, the Sydney one is not happening this year. Yes. We, we They're doing the sale pass. For that. They're going to do the sale And they do a beautiful light yeah. up down yeah. Main Avenue. Yes, so. we've noticed. So item 32 in the show notes, 5 o'clock Saturday night through downtown Victoria, legislature up to Centennial Square. There we go. Okay, to the phone lines, to the Batmobile. Beth is up first. Hi, Beth. Good morning, Alan. Um, thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. So, um, I got a spam, and uh, I, I haven't responded, so up front, don't worry. Email or uh, text? T- uh, email. Yep. So said that my computer some time ago was infected with this person's private Trojan, yep. you know, blah, blah, blah. Did identify an old password before I changed to your formula? Yes. Oh. Um, and is saying, you know, send me Bitcoin, blah, blah. Not right. going to do that. Yeah. But I'm just, and so I've gone through to double check that all my passwords are updated or now are updated using your formula. Is there anything else I need to do? Just yell at the wall. No. Okay. Um, if okay. you look at the email address that it was sent from, it's probably coming from a gibberish address. No. Oh. No. What address sent the email? Um, can I actually yeah. say the Yeah, it's name? okay, yeah. So it's John Black mm-hmm. at 9276.com. That's, that's what I mean, yeah. So that's an overseas service that doesn't oh. verify the identity in order to give you an email address. Okay. So there's nobody you can really forward that to because I believe those ones are coming out of one of the Baltic Republics, Ron? Last time we traced. Yeah, and that's an old scam with a new twist with the Bitcoin payment. Yeah. But that scam with the old password list, what they do is they'll find them online on the dark web or whatever. Yeah. But they'll they'll throw that out there 
because they know it was connected with you and hope that you'll panic and haven't changed it yeah. and give them money. But and, you've done yeah. all the right things. Yeah, and if you're wondering where they got your email address from, in the past, these have all largely been using contact lists stolen from an infected Android phone. So your name and email address would be in a friend's phone. And they clicked on something, and the contact list was scooped by these people, and then they just operate out of sweatshops. They they had a big one in Budapest. They tracked that down a few years ago. I hadn't heard of this one coming back in a couple couple years now. Ron. It's been years since I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. They can that, also get it off a Windows computer if you haven't got it properly protected. Yeah. So, so nothing for you to do other than okay, delete good. it and tell your friends because yeah. somebody out there won't be as astute as you. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you told us about the password formula, which I've shared with so many people. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. You're all good. Okay. Thanks, Thanks Beth. Alan. Yeah. Enjoy your show. Take Thank care, you. everyone. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes, and special hi as well to members of the Sydney Community Association. I had the honor of speaking at their first public meeting last weekend out at the... Uh, the library. Six. Yeah, it was great. How was that? They have a big room for that. And medium room, we packed it. We had to bring in some extra chairs from across the street from oh, yeah. the show point. But yeah, it was it was agreed. And so that was we, one of the things we talked about was avoiding these scams. I did want to mention one other one that is in the show notes. Item number three, watch out for a new round of scam emails that look like auto renewals for expensive Geek Squad subscriptions, Ron. And like Beth, they scare you by the amount. They say that your, your plan is going to be auto-renewed within 24 hours for just $417. Yep. People go, ah! And they say, that's okay. If there's any problems, your service has been renewed. Any problems, call this 808 number. Yeah, and so you're, you're, it's a scam number. You're calling someone. It goes to India. Like, yeah, India. It's going to be either of two scams. Either they're going to offer to refund the amount and just need you to give them all your credit card information. Or they want to get onto your computer. Yeah, and, because uh, what they'll do is they will get you to give them your... Um, they'll get you to check your bank account online to confirm the refund. When you don't see it, they'll, they'll ask for permission to share your screen. They will manipulate the bank account information to make it look like they refunded you $4,100. Yeah. And then they will pressure you to transfer the excess back to them. Okay. Never, never. Once it's transferred, that's it. It's gone. Yeah. Now, a couple other things. These are travel-related, um, That and this is a different type of, of, of scam here. So I put this in the show notes. It's not a new problem, but I've discovered a lot of people are unaware of this because I had a client who had this happen to them. Never use an airport USB charging station or kiosk to recharge your smartphone or your tablet. Now you're flying, you've got a couple connections, so while you're in connection number two, waiting for your flight, you've got an hour and a half, you sit down in the airport departure lounge, and they have a place where you can plug in your, your phone and charge it, and it's no charge. I mean, no, no pun, but no money. It's yeah. free. It's just right located in between the seats. And you think, oh, well, yeah. So apparently they're hacking into some of the chargers That's because right. they can't get at you any other way. People have security everywhere. And it's getting at you through the phone charger or through a cable left behind that's specially designed to do that. Yeah, I never thought of this one, Brian, that not only should you not use the charging port in an airport mm-hmm. because they could be, remember, the cable goes both ways. Right, right. But also, so many people are in a hurry. Oh, my God, my plane's leaving. And they leave their cable behind. Sure. And you think, okay, well, we can all use an extra spare cable. Yeah. No. But you can leave uh, 
hardware and added hardware and software on that thing so that it can be tracking you? Because if you look at the ends of the cable, Apple specifically has a very precise chip built into the end of their lightning cable, which makes sure your phone doesn't overcharge. So people are used to there being a little bump at the end. Yeah. Well, it might not be an Apple cable. It might have a separate chip that's data mining you. Now, I have a question for Apple phone users. When you plug advice into a laptop like your iPhone, Mm -hmm. does something pop up up in your iPhone saying allow the connection? Precisely. Yeah, I have that on mine, too. So I'm wondering if they found a way around it or someone... No, no, you have to say allow. You've got to say And they go, oh, okay, and they allow. So I thought Forbes had a really brilliant description of what you're doing when you pick up one of those cables that's been left behind or you're plugging into a USB port, it's like finding a toothbrush on the side of the road and deciding to stick it in your mouth. And everyone's going, ooh, gross. But literally, you have no idea where that thing has been. Sure. Or what it's got on it or in it. A cable is not just a cable anymore. I think that's the lesson. There you go. Learn your tech hygiene. Thank you, yeah. to Eric, for sharing that one. Back with more when we continue after a news update. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Ron Kreiser and Brian Pavlicich on our Black Friday 2022 weekend edition. There's tons of stuff in the show notes. Two specific notes for you, not just the 2022 Tech Talk notes where it starts, but there's a separate tab with all the Black Friday deals. And Brian, you took a call in the news break there from somebody wanting earphones. Yeah, they were looking for uh, new Bluetooth headphones for their son who has an iPhone. And so (laughs) you guys know how much I love the AirPods. Uh, the AirPod Pros, I find, have an amazing fit with their silicone tips, multiple sizing to fit any ear. And, you know, the second generation's one ones have just improved noise cancelling, improved batteries, yeah. so, so many great features. So I was directing her. And if you buy them from the Apple website right now, uh, all the AirPods have different levels of um, kickback gift cards you can get. Yep. So if you buy the AirPod Pros second generation for $329 Canadian, you get a $70 uh, Apple gift card along with that. If you don't want an Apple gift card, if that wouldn't be of huge value to you, they did go on sale. Ron didn't think they would because of not huge quantities, but lo and behold, they popped up for $300, $30 off at London drugstores and online. Yeah, and that's a good price. For an Apple product, even a 30 10% discount like yeah. that is good. So. Now, that's the Pro models with the active noise cancelling, which are awesome. They fit better in most people's ears. Yeah. But... If that's not an issue, the Apple AirPods themselves, the base model, the new third generation model that have a longer battery life, higher quality, and they now come with the MagSafe charging case, they are on sale only at one place, $188, $51 off at Visions in Langford. And Rick went out to get some last night and called me to say they are sold out, but they've ordered more and would honor the sale price if you prepay. So he plunked down his credit card, prepaid. They'll be here in a week or so, and then you can get them. So on Saturday morning, if you would like a pair for yourself or as a Christmas gift, Visions in Langford, but you will have to prepay and you'll get them within a week to 10 days. And so people know the reason often that we have to prepay is quite often retailers will make a deal with the supplier. Mm -hmm. The supplier will say, anything you've sold from this date to this date will give you a certain cost on it. So if we don't pre-sell it, we can't get the cost. They might come in later, but you have to pay full price. So that's how to get the best price. That's good knowledge. Okay. Uh, One of the other things around, if you want uh, Sony's extra base noise-canceling wireless Bluetooth headphones, they are on at a crazy price, $200. That's $150 off at London drugstores. Other stores will 
will price match. But also, if you want the over-the-ear ones, the ones like traditional headphones, they um, the CH710Ns are on for $130. That's $120 off at Best Buy stores. Those are item 33 and 34, but you have an email there on from a fellow that uh, that went and has some Sony headphones uh, as well. I thought it was worth sharing. So again, these are the Sony uh, CH710Ns, $130, regularly $250. Great. So we got an email from Steve who says, Hi, Alan and gang. I know you mentioned in last week's show notes the great deal on the Sony WHCH710Ns. I have an older version of those, and they're pretty good. But I thought I'd mention another. It was in Costco today, and I don't know if it has to do with Black Friday. But the Sony WH-1000XM4 uh, headphones are there. And these are Sony's, Sony's last year premium headphones, yeah. which normally went for $400 or more. Uh, $278 is a fantastic price for that quality, and I can vouch for that. They are. He said he uh, owns these also and can attest to their awesome yeah. sound and superior noise cancelling. And these are the ones, really, these are a, a later version of the ones, Alan, that we saw at CES in Las Vegas and were blown away yeah. inside that uh, mock-up of an airplane. Yeah. Uh, the noise cancelling is incredible. The fit is fantastic. They're over-the-ear mm-hmm. and very comfortable yeah. long-wear headphones. And noise cancelling, honest to God, I can take those outside and run the lawnmower and listen to music and mm-hmm. I really have to yeah. wonder if the lawnmower is running or not. Yeah. So these ones that are on sale, as good as those are, these ones that are on sale, the CH710Ns, these are the new generation with completely new chips in them. And look at the price difference, 250 down to $130. Yeah, so, so if, you're, if, yeah. You're, if, if you're a long-time user, though, and you wear them mm-hmm. a long time, go yeah. for the WH-1000s. If yeah. you just are intermittent, yeah, yeah, the other ones are fine. There They're still go. good headphones, for yes. sure. Uh, Amazon Echo, fourth-gen, full-size smart speaker, half price at Best Buy stores and online. Other stores will price match. The Echo Dot Mini, the brand-new model, the smaller one, $40, save 30 Again, Best Buy stores and online. And for $10 more, you can get the model, which is an LED clock built in. 50 bucks, save 30 In the reg- That's in the Black Friday notes. In the regular show notes, you will find an item down there with a figure that, frankly, uh, astounded me. And this is what's happening with uh, Amazon's Echo Smart Speakers. Because they've never found a way to monetize the service, even though it's hands down the top-selling items on Amazon, the Alexa division is being described as a colossal failure with, get this, expected to lose $10 billion U.S. this year. Well, when you give away hardware, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> it has a very hard cost to it. Yeah, and you're literally selling those, as we just mentioned, yep. well below cost. Yeah. And they have no way of making that money back because, thank God, they have not found a way to make money off the Alexa service. It just sit there and you can ask her what you want and play music and... They don't, the, find, they don't find increased sales or anything from the all the built-in, you know, just auto-order this for me, Alexa. Well, yeah, but that doesn't directly relate to Alexa when you say, please order my pizza and Domino's. Yeah, and, Domino's. and even oh, then, as, the, yeah, some the Amazon of the, purchases I was yeah, thinking of. But. Yeah, but even there, it doesn't directly relate to... No, and you as probably a, would have ordered it on the Amazon app anyway. That's a good point. And as an Alexa speaker user, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. could tell you that that's the first thing you turn off. So that you don't accidentally order something, right? Oh, so, sure. There have been lots of YouTube videos of people's kids ordering 47 cases of dog food. And, <laughs> and, uh, like that. Anyway, 
Okay, uh, back to the phone lines and Bruce. Hi, Bruce. Welcome to Tech Talk. Well, I bought a new laptop, and I want don't want to uh, infect it with Google Chrome. So I want to find out the most secure browser that you guys... I can't remember the name yeah. of the browser that you guys talk about. And um, if I uh, uh, log into, like, Google to get all, like, my bookmarks and stuff like that, will it be, like, transferred to my new... Um, browser, like, I don't want... Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. So, first of all, the most secure browser for Windows, and it's not just a question of secure, it's also private, Ron, would be the Microsoft Edge browser. It's a blue-green surfing wheel, and that's built into your device. And the search engine that is built in by default is Bing from Microsoft. Depending on the manufacturer, it may also come loaded with Chrome from Google. I would uninstall it right away because even if you don't use it, Ron, it does leave both a security and a privacy hole there. Chrome is all about mining your data, period, end of sentence. So, yeah. yeah. But if you do want to get your bookmarks from your previous computer, if they were on Chrome, then what you can do is, yes, you can sign into... I hate to say this, but <laughs> Ryan knows. You can sign into your Google account on Chrome, yep. go to Edge... Import the favorites. Yes. And then delete the Chrome and the browsing data from your device. Right. Yeah, so you'll you can... bring your bookmarks over very briefly. You'll be signed in and pow, take it out right away. That's a little geeky. So if you want a hand with that, we'd be glad to help you. We can just remotely connect to your computer and help you do that. It just takes a couple minutes. I'll be away uh, next week. So, uh, Brian or David or any other people that are listed in the show notes for helping you with email migrations can help you do that. Sure. Yeah. And it can, and, br- and it brings over all kinds of different browsing data too. Yeah. It's like your, your history, your saved passwords, you know, your, any of your autofill yeah. stuff. But as soon as you see it all there, go into the control panel and remove the Chrome browser and right. do that. Yeah. And Brian can help you do that. Anybody that's not familiar, because I know many of you did buy uh, new computers this weekend are about to head out and do that. I didn't put desktop computers, Ron, into the Black Friday deals simply because as great as the deals are, I don't know what you're going to do with your desktop, so it might be a great deal, but I'm not sure that's going to be the desktop computer for you because there's gaming, there's video editing, there's no, I just want to look at the internet and my email. Sure. There's a vast yeah. difference, so... There are some crazy deals. Go to the stores and tell them what you're going to do with it, and they can help you with those. Well, and also because every, you know, almost everyone has moved to either an iPad or a laptop. That's where the competition is yeah. in, in price for speed. Desktops are largely being sold to people that want to do video editing yeah. or gaming. Yes. Or their vision is such to the point that they need a honking big monitor. Oh, yeah. And that's good. That's I've, what they're all there for. My vision's, I mean, I guess I do all of those things, but... I just love looking at monitor, monitor properly placed, ergonomically placed, placed so your eyeballs are right in the center. You can just go so much longer without pain. Yeah. Yes. Okay, when we come back after the break, uh, we didn't get to this last week, but I know many of you called in and said, what were you going to say about that? We have the word of the year, and mm-hmm. we also have 500, we're not going to go through all of them, 500 words added to the Scrabble official, uh, official dictionary. I did not know many of them, so we thought we would share some and see if you do. 13 before the hour, hour number two, number, 
hour number one on Tech Talk. Keep the my brain going. In hour number two, we've got some really great news if you're going traveling to the USA and also if you have cut the cable and no longer subscribe to TV but would like to get some of the new streaming services that either your TV can't handle or that you don't want to pay for. That's coming up in hour number two. But Collins 2022 Dictionary Word of the Year. This list is in item number 14 in today's show notes. Permacrisis. Permacrisis is a term that describes an extended period of instability and insecurity and has been named Collins Word of the Year 2022. So I, I guess that sort of applies to hopefully we're out of that now, but for the last couple of years. So I guess with the situation in Ukraine, maybe you might want to say we're... I think we're still, still, we're, we're still rolling a bit on that one. Yeah. Yes. And, and the continuing pandemic in a different form. So. Yes. Their runner-ups were Kiev. Yes. Actually, we would pronounce it Kiev, which is K-Y-I-V. Okay. Which was always pronounced Kiev before there yes. was a war there. And people exactly. So you're it. actually, you are by saying it and spelling it K-Y-I-V, you are now honoring the Ukrainian people and their fight. And uh, uh. Th- thank you, Boris Johnson, for Partygate. Mm-hmm. That was over the social gatherings held in defiance of public health restrictions. He was the one that did the most of it, but there were others as well. Okay, did you know this one, Brian? Spluting. Yeah, I did not know this word, but I'm very familiar. My puppy does it all the time. S-P-L-O-O-T-I-N-G. So it's the act of laying flat on the stomach with the legs stretched out. So I call this like the frogger, like you're just laying yeah. with your frogs, frog legs kicking out the back. I don't wish to know that. Well, I heard, no, I, I like somebody that. say that my, I went home, my cat was splooting, and I'm thinking, am I uh, happy or am I sad? Yeah. What, and so she When's told When's the me. funeral? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds messy, though. It does. It does. <laughs> Next one is warm bank. I had not heard this. It makes perfect sense when you think about it. A heated building where people who cannot afford to heat their own homes may go. So we call them warming centers here. Yeah. 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 But but we use them largely for people who are living rough, living outdoors. Right. This is an everyday term yeah. for everyone. Yeah. In yeah. cities like Philadelphia and income where they have really low income. So people have a house, yeah. but the heating prices are so high and it's so cold they can't afford to keep the heat on. Sure. So apparently you would go to a warm bank. That's great. I love that they have that. Okay, the next one is really interesting. I'm betting most of you do not know this. I'm going to feel stupid if you did. What is the name of the new British era? When Her Majesty passed away, that ended the Elizabethan era. The next runner-up word of the year is... Carolian. C-A-R-O-L-E-A-N. And you're going, what? Yeah. It's very logical. It originates from Carolus, the Latin word for Charles. So this is now, we are now in the start of the Carolian era. It was most recently used to describe the reign of King Charles II, who was ruler from 1660 to 1685. Didn't think you'd know Oh, darn, I just (laughs) forgot that. It was on the tip of my tongue. There you go. And before that, King Charles I was king from 1625 to 1649, was on the throne for the duration of several civil wars in England, Scotland, and Ireland. So impress your friends by telling them that we are now in the Carolian era, and how are they liking that? A couple more? Sure. Uh, lawfare. The strategic use of legal proceedings to intimidate or hinder an opponent. Who can we think of down south that uses that? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that word, though. <laughs> lawfare. Quiet quitting that. has also been added. 
Yeah, it's a noun, uh, it, and it's the practice of doing no more work than one is contractually obligated to. But that's been in the news a lot yes. recently, quite quitting. Yep. Also, sports washing. I did not know this one either. The promotion of sporting events to distract attention from a controversial activity. One could say that the World Cup that is underway in Qatar would be sport washing, although the publicity is surrounding their human rights and their attitude towards GBLT has certainly underwashed that. Yeah. Uh, vibe shift. A significant change in a prevailing cultural atmosphere or trend. Okay. I can see that. It's got a different vibe today. Yeah, yeah, vibe shift. So there you go. If you want to impress your friends, those are all item number 14. 15, we'll get to in our second hour. Scrabble has added about 500 words to its official game dictionary, including Stan, Sitch, Convo, Zadonk, Docs, and Fohawk, most of which I did not know either, so I thought we would all learn together. Ron and Brian and I will do that in our second hour. If you can't stay with us, if you're just pulling into the parking spot, which you found at the mall or store to go do your Black Friday shopping. Those are all linked in the show notes. Stay tuned. More after this. Welcome back to Tech Talk and to the phones. And Debbie's been waiting. Hi, Debbie. Welcome to the program. Well, hi there. Um, hi, Alan. I have a question about um, getting a new iPhone. Yes. Um, I currently have an iPhone 12, and I have a plan with Shaw. Um, my husband has a 6S. So that's the one that we have to replace. So this would be a hand-me-down. You'd give him your 12 and you'd get a new one? That's right. That's right. Now, I went to the Shaw store yesterday and um, in discussion found out I could get an iPhone 11. Um, It it was going to cost me, if I upgraded to that one, I could actually get it for like $432. Mm Mm-hmm. Now the eleven or is I, the eleven's okay. I, we were singularly disappointed uh, this year, Ron, that Shaw did absolutely nothing in terms of Black Friday deals. That's right. In anticipation of being sold. Yeah. Oh. So so that's why. So yeah, really, really next to next to nothing there at all. So yes, you could get the eleven, but that is now um, three years old. Uh-huh. So you would run into the issue in about another two to three years that it would, like the 6S, it would become unsupported. Okay, that's what I was wondering. So, but it's a dilemma, though, because we looked at this, and if you look at the Black Friday notes in there, you will find that there's one ABC, two, three ABC, four, all these different variations of, of getting the phones. Are you a Costco member? I am a Costco member, yeah. Well, Costco this year has got the iPhone 12 and the 13 on for some hefty deals. The real key here, Debbie, and anybody else that hasn't bought the new smartphone on Black Friday, is how much per month. You're on that incredibly attractive deal with Shaw. Right. So you would be having to go to another carrier and you'd be paying anywhere from 50 to $80 per month. So that would negate the savings in most cases. Right, right. So I really don't know what to say about that (laughs) one there. Um, The one that we did find would be if you went to um, Best Buy or London Drugs Uh and you can get the iPhone 12 with a $200 gift card, $515 off the price of a phone, either on a two-year Freedom Mobile contract, which is still part of Shaw for now at Best Buy, 
or at London Drugs, it would be a two-year kudo contract. So you'd be paying in the $45 a month range. Well, I'm paying 45 now, um, and, and with that, my husband gets um, text and talk for free, so he's not paying anything. Yeah. So, yep, so you could transfer that card over to him, so he would still be on that, and then you would be paying. So that makes it worthwhile, um, Ron, because then she's saving 515 on the iPhone price and getting a $200 gift card. So, hey Siri, calculate 715 divided by 24. 715 divided by 24 is approximately 29.7916. So you're then saving $30 a month? through those discounts and you're probably going to be paying about 50 or 55 dollars a month so you're going up by 10 but saving 30 so that that's where the math would work in your favor okay so that's if i go and get the um freedom mobile or the kudo you're saying i would if you like london drugs i would go there they'll do it on kudo i would go to the tillicum mall store they have they have the most of the limited stock and if not, the Yates Street store. And, and otherwise, um, you could go to Best Buy if you wanted to be on on Freedom. Okay, so Arcudo and Freedom is... Uh, Freedom is like, owned by Shaw, but will be sold as part of the deal. Kudo, right. is, Kudo is owned by TELUS. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so... Um, you might want to try the Freedom deal because that's the same partnership with Shaw, so it'll be easy to transfer things over in from the account point of view. For now, it's right. still the same. Okay. And so, yeah, so the other thing I was going to ask you... Okay, hold on. I... I'll, I'll just answer that question. i going to take a break for the news. We'll answer it off the air. Stay with us. Hour two coming up. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. This is the second half of our Black Friday Santa Parade weekend edition of Tech Talk for 2022. We are live with you on Saturday morning, November 26th. Not with you on Sunday afternoon because... The Seahawks will be on the air instead of us playing the Raiders in Vegas. But Brian will make a podcast for you if you missed the first half of the show. We went through all sorts of Black Friday deals, Brian. And we also went through our new words of the year from the Collins Dictionary. We have 500 more from Scrabble coming up this hour. No, we're not going to get to all of them. (laughs) Uh, But we should backtrack uh, a little bit. So we were saying that one of the words of the year that was added was the new spelling and pronunciation for the capital of Ukraine. We now go K, spell it K-Y-I-V, which is the Ukrainian spelling, not K-I-E-V, which is the Western world Russian spelling. Yes. So simply by... Changing how you spell it, you're showing your allegiance. Yes, exactly. It's up to you which one you want. But we've also changed the pronunciation. Right. You may have noticed a change in the common pronunciation of the Ukrainian capital of Kiev. The common pronunciation used to be Kiev, but that's based on the Russian pronunciation of that city. Since the fall of the Soviet Union, Ukraine has been campaigning to use their spelling and their pronunciation as a move against Russian nationalism. There you go. So that's what that is. Thank you for finding that on YouTube. There you go. No problem. So K-Y-I-V and pronounced Kiev. It's actually half of V, half an F, if you would talk to people of Ukrainian descent. So Kiev, like that, hard one to do. That makes sense. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, and while we're doing that, this has nothing to do with technology, but we had played a video a couple weeks ago. We had an email from a couple people, who, and I just didn't catch up to them. They yeah. said, why did you say that we're not supposed to say Scandinavia anymore? We now say Nordic countries. Oh, yes. So I'm one of those curious people that when I run across these things, I go down the rabbit hole and I do the research. So I thought I would share this. Scandinavia is the term we use to describe the area comprised of Denmark, Norway, and Sweden. People from those countries are referred to as being Scandinavian. But what's missing from that? Finland. Yes. If you're referring to the area made up of Denmark, Norway, Sweden, and Finland, the correct term is Nordic countries. And that also includes, I learned, Iceland and their associated territories of Greenland, the Faroe Islands, and the Åland Islands. If you're referring to people from one or more of those countries, the correct term would be Nordic people. Where it comes from, I figured out, a large part of modern-day Finland was part of Sweden for more than four centuries, which is why much of the world has considered Finland to be part of Scandinavia. Mm. So the reality is people from the Nordic world beyond Norway, Denmark, and Sweden may be offended at being either included or excluded from the category of Scandinavia, so you're much better off to use the neutral term Nordic countries. So... Oh, nice. Yeah, there good, you go. good to know that one. Yeah, there we go. I always wondered why those terms fly around. You hear the different terms all the time. Yeah, and that's the, one of the neat things huh. about the Internet. You get, to, you get to look these up. Okay, a couple things here before we be- open up the phone lines here. As part of the Black Friday deals, Shaw is offering Fiber Plus Gig. So that's 1,000 megabytes home Internet for $89 a month for new customers on a two-year value plan for Black Friday. Two-year plan is important because then Rogers can't hike your rates after they buy Shaw. Plus, this is a significant plus, Disney Plus free for 24 months this Black Friday weekend. A good value. I'll come back to Disney Plus for everybody who's already a Shaw subscriber in a minute. Paramount Plus is offering subscriptions for half price for one month or for one year, and then $10 a month after that for signups this Black Friday weekend. That's not bad, half price. If you don't know if you're going, what? What's Paramount Plus? That used to be CBS All Access before the merger. Uh. So it now features movies from Paramount uh, and Comedy Central, MTV, Nickelodeon, Showtime, CBS, Sony Pictures, the Smithsonian Channel, and Paramount. Frasier. Yes. (laughs) The series Frasier. Star Trek, Godfather, Mission Impossible, Transformers. I put a link into the show notes for that one there. You have to sign up with a specific link, item number 54 in the show notes. Crave also out of the blue, got into the Black Friday fun, offering $80 off an annual subscription this Black Friday weekend. So that would take it down to $120 a year or $10 a month. Or if you just want a six-month subscription, $30 off. So that would be $90 for six months, $15 a month. So there's, there's two ways to do that one. Items 54 and 55 in the show notes. Somebody was asking about Malwarebytes for their new Android phone that they got this weekend. Malwarebytes Premium, one-year license, good for three devices, any combination of Windows, Mac, and Android. It is on sale for $40 at London Drugs, but Staples stores are offering it for $35. Okay. London Drugs will price match while they have stock. That's for the one-year? Yep. Oh. Good for any combination of Windows, Mac, and Android. Staples also have a one-year license, good for five devices. If you have more, $50, save $34 this Black Friday weekend. So there, And there is, well, okay, there is through Malwarebytes.com. Really can, don't recommend oh. you do that because you have to do auto renewal and you have to give them your credit card and they want to bundle in their other services. Sure. If you, if you know what you're looking for and as soon as you go in and set up your account, you have to go in and turn off auto renewal because the price 
quadruples when it ends. Exactly. So, so and this way you're supporting local stores as well, Ron. And I, I, I think that's I think we're all big believers. That's really important. Yeah, if the price is good and, and you don't run into that potential flaw at the end of your subscription, why not? Yep. There we go. Okay. Um, the other one. So that's are all linked in the Black Friday deals that are in a separate page on the show notes. When you go there on the left, maybe across the top. On the actual show notes for today, uh, another thing for people that are going traveling, Brian, last weekend we told people about the special deal from Verizon in encouraging Americans to switch to the Verizon network. They're giving you unlimited free calling within the USA and unlimited global texting plus 100 gigs of data for 30 days free. You just have to have a phone that can handle an eSIM. Yes. Ron, you looked up to see eSIMs on the Android world or the... Yeah, and from the S20 forward, they have an eSIM built in, yeah. so... And iPhone 12 and later... No, iPhone 11 and 11. later have eSIM also. But we now have another option because this is the competitive marketplace. Yeah. T-Mobile is offering a free three-month trial of its network. Wow. Unlimited calling within the USA, unlimited global texting, and 50 50 gigabytes of fast 5G LTE data. To last you for the three months, or is that a mo- each month? No, three months. Yeah, it's still pretty good. Now, that's 50. a one-time deal. You get yep. to try it for three months, and that's it. They, ho- they hope you'll switch. Well, if you're a Canadian, you're not going to switch because you're going to stay up here. Right. The one from Verizon, you can do every 12 months you can do it once so if you did it this month then november then next year you could do it in december next year you could do it in january so right so effectively every 13 months you can try this again but the world will change so quickly so there you go those are linked in the show notes heading down to disney with friends on monday uh gary buyer will be with you brian next weekend yes i'll call in down there and let you know how this works we're going to try these two services got going down with three friends yep so we're going to try these and see we're going to also try the arrow app okay which we've talked about so we've told you about these we figured people have said yeah great but these are new these verizon t-mobile so we'll put them on our phones and we'll let you know if we can connect and and how it works so there you go that one's in there okay uh lots of other stuff here wanted to mention uh somebody called me uh about going to brazil and they said are they going to seize my iphone and i'm going what why would they seize your iphone yeah so i looked it up the government in brazil has started seizing iphones from retail stores in the capital of brasilia these were new in a box phone not your phone because Apple refuses to obey a law requiring them to include a charging cube in the box. They fined them more than $3 million, and Apple said, fine, we're appealing, we're continuing to sell. Apple's gone to court. A judge is allowing Apple to continue selling iPhones in Brazil until a final ruling. He says the Brazilian telecoms regulator is abusing its power by seizing iPhones, but the seizures are continuing from stores in the capital. Wow. So if you know somebody in Brazil, we'll see where that one plays out. That's a giant game of poker. Item number 19 in the show notes. You have to give Apple credit. I mean, they're trying to produce less stuff that's waste. People already have chargers or have a more powerful charger for the phone than the one they packed in the box. Yes. Oh, speaking of chargers, I'm jumping around for Black Friday. If you go down to the very bottom of the Black Friday show notes, because people were asking me about this, and you will find... A set of two Anchor, I love the Anchor brand, A-N-K-E-R, iPhone and iPad, 20-watt fast-charging power cubes. 
with six foot cables, 30 mm-hmm. bucks at Costco stores. Uh-huh. Don't order online, the price is higher. And the neat thing about these is these cubes are the little tiny cubes the size of an ice cube, but uh-huh. they are high power. They're not, the, you, they found a way to shrink the technology. Sure, yeah, because usually those you're looking at five or eight. Yes. watts and these ones are fast charging at 20 watts and you will notice the difference oh substantially yes. so you can literally hop in the shower and put your phone that's run down on charge and it'll be up to 80 percent in 15 minutes yeah, yeah. from i don't know, like 30 percent you might get in 15 minutes like no you'll get 80 percent like you'll you get... could be dead and you can in 15 minutes you can get up to 80 yeah, yeah. wow i did not know that yeah. statistic. I've, I've done uh, this <laughs> um now if you're not a costco member or you don't want to shop there almost the entire line of anchor power banks and charges run on sale for 30 to 40 percent off at amazon.ca yeah and it's good quality stuff it's been around for a long time it's safe and I, everything i've bought i think i still have they all work yep they do really well yeah yep. and, and i'm sorry i can't send you to stores i looked they have a few anchor things at best buy but it's largely, their business is largely online. But again, take it from us. They are really good quality. Okay, let's open up the phone lines, texts, and emails here and see if we can help you out. Well, we're live on November 26th, star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161 on a landline, text to 107010. 19 after the hour on Tech Talk, hour number two. Mike, who's texted us about his iPhone 8, could you... Uh, I'll text you back my iPhone number and we'll help you with that issue uh, later on. Uh, Sam, thought I'd let you know. Oh, love your show. Listen every week. Thank you, Sam. Thought I'd let you know that Macrium 8 free will no longer be offered as of January. Macrium is stopping offering a free version. It will keep security updates only. So do you think I can save a download of the free program to a USB for future use on other PCs after January? So Macrium is third-party software that can be used for backups, partitioning, and things like that. It goes back to the days of Windows XP. Had a very, very good reputation. The key word there being had. Well, and even if you could save it and use it later, there'd be a real risk here because it does some partition management. It repartitions your hard drive, potentially. And that can conflict with the operating system software. Um, I've seen this before with Windows machines where suddenly you're missing an entire drive. Yep. If you talk to any computer shop, they will go, no, 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 no. That that was great in its day, Windows XP, Windows 7 even. No, not anymore. You really, if you need to do partitioning, um, you can normally use the Windows built-in partitioning service. You don't need a third party. The same with Mac OS. If you're using it for backup, please don't. It puts it in a separate Macrium format, which you can't use on a native computer. Time Machine is the gold standard for Apple backup, for sure. And OneDrive on Windows. And this is, I think, Sam, just reading between the lines of your text, this is something you've used for a long time. It worked really well. This is time to let go. This is one of those things that, you know, we don't like change, but this is an important one because this can actually undo the reasons the things you're the it, things you're it trying fiddles to do too much in the bones of your machine yeah. it really does you've got emails there yeah uh, i've got one here from judith who says she keeps getting messages supposedly from amazon that payment has been declined i know i've had those too i think it must be a scam because orders from amazon come through with no problem you're right and one thing you can do if you're worried about that check your credit card statement online i do that all the time just to yeah. make sure everything goes through okay uh yeah it's definitely a scam 
Or go to your things. Amazon app and check your orders and see if there's something there. No, you're never going to. They're always going to be scams. Yeah. The only message I've had, one time I had one that said your payment didn't go through. I went and looked and it had to update the expiry date on my credit card. Yeah. But then you would find that as well when you went and looked at your Amazon app. There'd be a little stripe across the top saying, important, update payment exactly. information. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Anytime, and this is in the show notes, and I can't tell you how many times we have to sort of tie you down and, and say this, because everyone goes, yeah, I got it, till it happens to them. Anytime you get a message, whether it's a text or an email or a phone call telling you there's a problem with a service or a receipt for a charge you didn't get or for something, or there's a problem delivering a package, Brian, or yeah. or a prize you've won. Right. All scams. And never yeah. use the link. It's always embedded yeah. in those scams. Yeah. It says click here because you'll get some realistic-looking pages that are going to take your money out of your pocket. Right. There's so many things you could check, and they're getting so good at tricking you. If you get an email from Scotiabank saying you have an account problem, yeah. go sign into Scotiabank and yes. look at your account that way, and the same applies for any other service. Yeah. Back to the phone lines on Tech Talk and Michael. Hi, Michael. Hi. Um, we are going on a cruise in a in a week or so. Awesome. And we've purchased the Wi-Fi package in the ship. I'm wondering, will my phone work if I turn it to the Wi-Fi setting, or should I be buying, uh, you know, a per day package for the countries that we're going to be visiting? Where are you going? Uh, starting in Chile and round to uh, Buenos Aires in Argentina. Oh, nice. Can we come carry your luggage? <laughs> <laughs> um, what carrier are you on currently? Uh, using uh, Freedom. Okay. So Freedom, uh, they have a Central America Caribbean package. They don't have a South American package there. So can I ask how much did, it, how much did they ding you for the Wi-Fi package on board? You know, I can't remember. Okay. I just know I've prepaid it. I, I just It's changed a lot, so I was just idly curious. So with the Wi-Fi package, Ron, he can, Michael and his family, they can use the Wi-Fi to use non-traditional calling services. So, Right, through WhatsApp or something like Skype, that. Skype, yeah. FaceTime, sure. anything that's not where you're actually calling their phone number, that will work. But okay. so often I've found the Wi-Fi on ships, it's terrible. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's a good, strong connection, but the speed is slow because it's running through satellite. Yeah. So, but in terms of being, when you're going to go ashore, if you want to be able to make calls and do stuff. Right. Yeah. Check out an app called Aerolo. A-I-R-A-L-O. I I learned to spell it correctly. It's in this, it's in the Tech Talk show notes under travel tech tips. There's a specific tab for that. But there's nowhere, no way my regular phone number will work then. No, you would, you basically, what phone do you have? I should have asked that. Uh, it's uh, an iPhone 11. Oh, doesn't have eSIM. Brian, can you check for me, please, and see no. if iPhone 11 eSIM? I think it does, and then this would add a second phone number for you. If you wanted to use your Canadian phone number, then that would cost you on Freedom. No, because Freedom doesn't support, I'm going to check, I may be wrong. Um, I'm going to check that for you and make sure. I don't think Freedom supports South America. Um, The other carriers do, but it's ridiculously expensive. It's like $18 a day. Oh. Um, Yes, exactly. Um, So that's why you want to use a second second number. And then you can just change your voicemail before you go to to let people know that um, they won't be able to get you by a phone call 
they would have to text you, Ron? Uh, the iPhone 11 does have an eSIM, built-in eSIM. Oh, there you go. So what you do is you just download here while you're here. You download the Aralo app. And again, you'll find this linked in the show notes. Um, and then you would pick the country you're going to, and I'll just check for you on the app here. Hey, Siri, open Aralo. I'll just tell you the prices. So what's the first country that you're going to when you get down there? Uh, Chile. Okay, C-H-I-L-E. Here we go. Uh, Chile. So uh, $11 would get you 7 gigabytes of data good for 5 days. Okay. And then where are you going after that? Uh... Argentina, Argentina. R-G-E-N-T, Argentina, one gigabyte of data, seven days, $6.50. Okay. Now, let's see if we have one. The neat thing about Aerolo, Ron, is they have one for regions. See if they have one for uh, Latin America. Latam Link. Mind you, that's Latin America, not South America. Mm, no, South America is special. A Latam link is good. Oh, no, 19 countries. Oh, here. Okay, I stand corrected. Oh, cool. Argentina, Belize, Bolivia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Costa Rica, Ecuador, El- uh, the whole list. <laughs> all They're all there. Wonderful. So for that one, how long is the cruise? Uh, just two weeks. Okay, so two gigabytes, 15 days, validity, unlimited calling and texting, $28 U.S., Oh, wow. And you good. just put the one, and that's from Latam Link. So, but that is a different phone number. Yeah, that would be a different phone number. Yeah, but then you could actually use it to make phone calls. I'm not sure that you would need that. You well, w- if you're always near, near shore, it would be good. You could use yeah, that because then the you've got two gigs of two gigs of data, and then you could use Signal, WhatsApp, FaceTime, Skype. Okay. And you could stay in touch that way. I wouldn't do video calls. No, unless it's really important because that will suck up that data. But on the other hand, if you wanted three gigabytes of data, that's $39 US. That would cover you. I think you'd be fine on the two gigs 28 or the one gig. Yeah, two gigs 28 because that's good for 15 days. Okay, great. So again, the thing I recommend you do is go to the App Store and get the Aralo app, which is free. Right. And then search for South America under Regions. And you'll find that there. And then go watch a YouTube video. Go search YouTube for using Aerolo. Okay. And they'll walk you through the steps so it'll become... It's not complicated, Yeah, honestly. very clear. I just had a look. Very easy to do. Yeah. Yep. And we're okay. going to try that when we're in Disney as well. Have a okay, great time. Good. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we roll on with Ron Fraser and Brian Pavlicich on this Black Friday Santa Parade Weekend Edition, glad to have you along. Tons of stuff in the show notes we probably won't get to here. One important qualification about if you're going to be using a third-party service for phone calls, Ron, whether it's Aerolo, whether you're using the onboard Wi-Fi on a cruise ship, anything like that, Please, if you're going to be outside Canada, make sure you turn off Wi-Fi calling on your smartphone. Now, this doesn't apply to all carriers. I think Rogers is the exception, but I don't want to be wrong. So just turn it off because here's why. If you call somebody or if somebody calls you and it goes through Wi-Fi calling, the Wi-Fi calling, Ron, uses the Wi-Fi and the Internet to connect you to the phone system. Yes, I had this happen to me with TELUS 
We were out on the West Coast, uh, out by Shirley, yep. and then French Beach, and it said, congratulations, you're connected to the United States. And I go, I've turned off roaming in the U.S. Precisely. But Wi-Fi calling was on. And now you get dinged for roaming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They rever- yeah. They're great. They reversed it yeah. right away, but yeah. yes. So turn off Wi-Fi calling if you're going to be outside Canada and you're using the non-per-day roaming fee, any other method that you're using, or not at all. Right. Yeah, because you'll go, why is my phone ringing? I thought I turned off. Oh, Wi-Fi calling. Ka-ching, $15 or $18 or whatever on that one there. You yes, have one. exactly. Uh, so I have an email. Uh, this one's from John. So occasionally, about once a week, when I click uh, the remote to start a show on Prime, uh, I will get a black screen and a message to the effect that there is something wrong with the HDMI cable and I should get a new HDMI cable uh, or I should unplug the cable and reconnect it. So, I mean, I experience something like this often. I also, he mentions that he has a Samsung TV, um, and this one is actually running through, he's running Roku yeah. as the main system. But uh, I find that if I launch the continue watching feature from my Samsung menu into Prime, it often will fail, and I need to just open the Prime app to launch shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's That to me is a buggy Prime app. Um, yeah, what my understanding is, and this may be wrong because this is from one person, is that Amazon Prime is really picky about pirating. Okay. And the way the pirating works on an HDMI cable is an acronym called HDCP. stands for High Definition Copy Protection. And okay. what happens is when the Roku app sends the signal to the TV, yep. the TV has to send a signal back saying, I'm a TV, I can't record. And then... It, that's why when you open services, it takes a half second or a second. Mm-hmm. There's that electronic reverse handshake. It has to be a full two-way HDMI cable. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so it could be the cable because Amazon has the highest level of piracy security. Yeah. So it could be the cable. Don't use a dollar store HDMI cable. No, this is the cable that came with the Roku. Okay, so that shouldn't be a problem then. Yep. So it's, it's probably going to be that Depending on the age be- of the Roku. Could be an older Roku device. Yes, because if you have a three-year-old Roku device, yep. the HDCP and that technology has advanced. Yes. Oh, th- yeah, this is this is 4K purchased in nope. 2022. Also, no, nope, okay. should be no problem yeah. then. So that's what it is. So it's not likely going to be the cable. So your solution is uh, just always open the Prime app. Don't go the don't use the continue watching shortcut to jump into your show with Prime. Yep. Um, and when it does bug out, usually just turning off TV for 30 seconds and back is enough to fix it. I don't, I've never moved a cable. Um, yeah, so it's just a less than great Prime yeah. app. So feature. probably reinitializing the app and okay. the cable yeah. does its little ping yes, and everything. Now, yeah, yeah. if this frustrates you, this is perfect timing because this is something I did not know about. Shaw has a new service called Shaw Stream. If you don't subscribe to cable TV, and don't have a smart TV, or yours can't be updated to get newer apps like Disney+, Plus, Paramount, etc., Shaw now has Shaw Stream Boxes, which gives you access to all the popular streaming services in 4K quality. Okay. And the boxes are free if you're on fiber plus gig or fiber plus 1.5 gig. If yep. you're on a slower speed than 1,000, which many of you are, they're $5 per month per box. That's not so bad. That's yeah. so you can just you can ditch the Roku, right, and get this free one. Yeah, and then it will work, and it's got all those additional services. Cut or better, cut the cable, cut the cord, get rid of your cable, and just go to a streaming box. Well, this is it. Shaw. Yeah, Th- that's what. The, yeah. Now, 
In addition to that, for a limited time, Shaw is offering Shaw Blue Curve TV subscribers free access to Disney+. Plus. If you're on a 1,000 or higher, you get it free for two years, and that's right built into your box. You just press the apps button or press the blue microphone and say, watch Disney+. Plus." Yep. If you're on internet speeds of less than a 1,000, you get Disney Plus free for one year. Now, in order to get this deal, you have to either visit a Shaw store or chat with a Shaw rep online and sign a new two-year value plan, which is a good thing because, okay. again, that prevents Rogers from changing the rates when we'll they, lock you when they take over. But that's great. Now, if you're already a Disney Plus subscriber, I asked because I said, okay, I am. So if I do this, what happens? And they said, well, then the system at Disney Plus puts your subscription on hold, switches you for the one or two years of free, and at the end of that, they would reactivate your paid subscription. So, yeah. You, you have to sign in and let them know. No, it. when you sign in under the Disney Plus, when Shaw does this Mickey Mouse stuff, <laughs> no pun intended, when, <laughs> no. They do, when, they do, when they do the geeky stuff on the screen... It tells Disney Plus, this is not oh. a new subscriber. This is a current subscriber. Put it on hold. Okay. So, if, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, cool. nothing for you to do except, but you do have to go see Shaw or chat with a Shaw rep online. Uh, I was uh, helping a friend uh, with their Shaw box, like cable box, the other day, and we were trying to get Apple TV running on there, and we couldn't seem to load it in the app store there. Have you had any trouble with that? Apple TV? Is the Apple TV app supported on... It's not on the Shaw Blue Curve. You can't do it. You have to do it through the, the smart TV. Yes. Download the Apple TV. But app. if you get this Shaw Stream Box, guess what? That one is included. It is there. Okay. Yeah, it's the latest technology. It comes from Comcast in the United States. It's mm-hmm. the same platform as Xfinity as the, the... If you have a Shaw router that looks like a loaf of bread on its end with a sloping top, that's the Comcast technology that Shaw mm-hmm. and Rogers that they license. So then they're doing all the work and they're doing all of that. There we go. Oh, now I was telling, uh, Garth had message and he said when he went to renew his two-year value plan, it was actually going to go up in price by more than the saving on Disney Plus. So he said it's not worth it. Oh, I see. And he said, so he's going to, but he's got the, he's getting one of these wireless streaming boxes. And he was wondering if it's going to be easier to use than his Fire Stick or Roku. Yeah, it comes with a really nice little remote. Seems mm-hmm. fairly simple. So I told him much easier to use. Um, when it's built in on your Shaw remote, you just hold down the microphone and ask to watch Disney Plus or search YouTube for cat videos, <laughs> to which Garth replied back. If my wife catches me searching for cat videos, I will be searching YouTube for single older gentlemen. Looking for cheap living accommodations. <laughs> Women like cat videos. That's cool. Oh, speaking of which, there. this is in your iPhone, in your show notes, item number 16. Ron, there's a hidden setting in iOS, iPadOS 16, that lets you have whatever's on the screen read out loud by Siri. Android has this. Tofi was telling us last weekend, Brian, that you can do that. You can just ask... Uh, Google to read the screen. Yes. And he was saying it's too bad there isn't that for iPhone. So I got thinking. And it turns out there is. Oh, cool. To enable it, and I put a picture of this in the show notes, item number 16, if you're driving or walking, go to settings, accessibility, spoken content, and turn on speak screen. Then when you want to hear something that's on the screen, you just pull down with two fingers. Two fingers on the screen at the same time from the top. And a player bar will appear, and Siri will begin reading the content aloud. You can stop, pause, or skip forward or backward. That's great. That's awesome. 
Yeah, but you have to. I don't know why you have to enable it. Why wouldn't it be there by default? I don't know. Yeah, maybe too many different gestures that people trigger accidentally. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, there we go. Okay, quick break, and we're back with more, including a whole bunch of new words added to the dictionary for Scrabble. Welcome back to Tech Talk, Brian. Brian, you've got some emails there. Yes. So, uh, from Maria, hi all. I love your show. Thanks for the great tips. Thanks, Maria. Uh, I have a 2021 MacBook purchased in Canada. Uh, Now I would like to gift it to my sister who lives in Germany. Wow, that's nice, 2021. Yes, certainly. It's probably the M1. Uh, Oh, it's not the Pro. Anyway, uh, uh, will this computer work in Germany? Uh, They say, I think so, but wanted to check. And I would like to consult with a tutor about how to delete my stuff. Is that something we can do? Sure, we can do that. Also, it's relatively straightforward. Uh, If you're looking at your Mac screen and you click on the Apple icon in the top left corner, uh, you can uh, scroll down the menu to System Preferences. It's not actually in the System Preferences window that's open, but if you go back to that Apple menu and click System Preferences, it'll give a drop-down, and there's uh, an option to erase. I forgot what the term is called, but it's like Erase All Settings and Files, something like that. Translation, go to Brian's contact info in the show notes. Call him. Sure. (laughs) He will help you with that one. can set it up and... The other things I would say is you can get a screen or a keyboard cover that would have the German keyboard layout on it, and then they can go in and set their MacBook to German layout, and you'd probably they'll need to get a power adapter. Ron, you've had students from Germany, so this is important. Yeah, and actually, the power adapter that comes with every Apple product will work all over the world. You just have to adapt the actual physical shape of the plug. All you need is a converter of the shape of the plug. If you look closely at the microprinting, they're all 110 to 240 volts. Yeah, oh, you, that's you nice. Yeah, everything that's everything Apple yeah. sells with yeah, all the but, products. But that is key because the German language does use characters that we don't use. Yeah, umlauts and, and yeah. interesting things. And you could probably, when you're there, if you wanted, you could get a full-size keyboard for twenty, ten or $20 that has all the characters built in. Oh, that would be better. Yeah, if you don't, don't need even to have take to worry it about with it. you, if it's going to be at home, just yeah, get yourself yeah. a German keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you can just get a little plastic overlay as well if you want that would fit inside then. Yes, yeah, so it just changed the... Yeah. the Software keyboard yeah. settings to German keyboard. Thank yes. you for checking before you do that. That's a nice gift. By text from Coraline, may I give a shout-out to Brenda at London Drugs Telecom? She went above and beyond helping me with my iPhone purchase yesterday. She is a treasure. She is a treasure. I hired her. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. uh, Small world. More than 30, oh, no. about 30 years ago, 25. Yeah, Damn. it's close to 30 now. Uh, Coraline, thanks for taking yep. the side. Black Friday is hell for retail. There's particularly this year. There's not enough staff. Everyone's cranky. They want their good deals. So please take the time to say to thank them for, for just for being there. Um, Brenda is patient. Patience is king this weekend for everyone. There we go. Okay, from Lucy with an I E. Just wondering what will happen to the Shaw Mobile when they are sold. Currently with Bell on a family plan, and my two years have finished, my husband's ends Boxing Day. Wondering when to upgrade my iPhone 11 and whether to change carriers at this point. Cost is an issue as their U.S. roaming has a limit. Yeah, Bell's U.S. roaming is expensive. I would do that. Um, Brian, this is the ongoing saga. It continues to keep giving. There's a bunch of stuff in the show notes with the latest updates on there. One of the Rogers executives admitted publicly and then went, oops, that if the deal goes through, he gets a $2 million bonus. <laughs> um, there's various, various... You can see where this is headed. The minister is probably going to have to uh, intervene. Shaw executives have told the tribunal that there isn't a viable path forward for Shaw as a company if the deal is rejected. Yes. 
Shaw says it spent more than $5.5 million on Freedom Mobile and Shaw Mobile and has not yet made a dollar of profit on that division. So, but that they brought the rates down, right? If it hadn't been yes. for them, they forced the others to bring their rates down. Yeah. So it sounds like this will end up having to go to the minister. The competition tribunal is still trying to block it completely, but the arguments, Ron, have been pretty compelling. From what I've read, a lot of it's been private, but the yeah, public stuff. And, and maintaining competition is what's important here. Like yeah. That's the whole point of this, is they don't want everyone just to meld into one big company, and then we have no competition. So having Videotron become a national fourth carrier overnight, running temporarily off the Rogers network till they build their own towers mm-hmm. and all that... Anyway, so that's going. But to but to answer your sorry, long answer to a short question there. Yeah. Yes, so we expect that Shaw Mobile and Freedom Mobile would get sold to Videotron from Quebec, owned by Quebecor. They are the number one wireless carrier in Quebec because their prices are much lower than Telus Bell Rogers. So yeah, that should be no problem. Yes. And if that does happen, overnight you'd get better quality technical the calls would be better because mm-hmm. you'd be switching onto the Rogers 5G, 4G network. That's part of the deal. And what, and whoever the buyer is for all these services, you're just going to be transitioned. You don't have to worry about going out yep. and shopping for something different. And so Rogers customers would also win because they will get the the Freedom Shaw Towers. So Rogers mm-hmm. and Fra Towers would join together and then Videotron gets 10 years to build their own. So oh, you're yes. covered. So yeah, so I wouldn't have any problems at all because the, the current rates on Shaw are anywhere from 5 to $25 a month and you're getting tons of data. And as I say, in anticipation of where this is going to go, while yeah. nothing is guaranteed, I can sort of see where this is headed. Yeah. I read all the news stories every week. There you go. Quick break, back with our final segment. Welcome back to Tech Talk on CFAX. I will be away next weekend in Disney. Gary Beyer will be here with you, Brian. Yes. Got a few minutes left to help people out here. I will do one other um, homework video if I can here. You may have seen a clip on the news of Burnaby's own Michael J. Fox receiving an honorary Oscar, the Gina Herschelt Humanitarian Award last weekend. I encourage you to watch video number 45, which is his very moving and inspiring full acceptance speech. Here's just one little clip. Uh, I told the history teacher of my plan, and he said, Fox, you're never going to be cute forever. (laughs) I had no idea how to respond to that. (laughs) So I said, maybe just long enough, sir. Maybe just long enough. Turns out we were both right. It's great, yeah. He's oh, wow. he's become yeah. It's and you see how he handles on stage with his hands start shaking from Parkinson's. He goes, "Stop it!" <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's a really powerful. I encourage you to do that one there. Um, if you're not big on heights, wait till you see where Tom Scott takes us in video number forty three. He's in Montreal, where and I did not know this. Their public sports center has a twenty meter, Ooh. that's sixty five foot, yeah. indoor diving platform. Just to set your expectations, I'm not jumping from that tower today. And I'm not jumping from that tower either. I am going up there, and frankly, I've seen the route, I've got to take it, looks terrifying enough. But that 20-metre platform is twice the height of the tallest Olympic standard board. If I jumped from up there, I'd hit the water at about 70 kilometres an hour. That's easy enough speed that with no training, I would be in hospital. I've even got to be harnessed in while I'm up there, just in case. But that doesn't apply to Lisanne Richard, world-class high diver and cliff diver, who is going to show me the way up, 
and then take the quick route down. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> 20. Oh, what could go wrong? Yeah, I, right. uh, so they explain why they built it, and that people actually still use it. And finally, I often get asked about the theme for Tech Talk, which is based on the iPhone 6 ringtone. You can actually watch it being created in video number 46, which has been viewed, get this, almost 16 million times. Wow. It's by a genius who goes by the online name Metronome, spelled M-E-T-R-O-G-N-O-M-E. And I'm honored that he lets us use his music as our theme. But there's actually much more to the track than the bit you hear. And I think you'll be amazed when you watch by his programming and performing skills. He's actually playing this on a synthesizer keyboard. Hi, phone. There you go. Anyway, there it is. Item number 46 in the show notes. There's also one that won't make sense on the radio. The latest effort by a fellow named Nass who uses cutting-edge artificial intelligence to help him digitally stabilize, restore, and colorize old footage. In this case, footage of Victoria and Vancouver shot in 1907, to which he then adds sound. This is going down Government Street towards what would become the Empress Hotel. Pretty. That's great. Shows you what technology can do. There you go. Okay, one last email here from Debbie. I'm going to purchase an iPhone this weekend to take advantage of the good deals, but want to make sure that I'm buying something that will last and will be supported for a while. If I purchase an iPhone 11, how long can I expect it to live versus a 12 or 13? And one more question. Do most Canadian mobile providers provide eSIM capability? Last one first. I checked the major carriers... The Shaw, Bell, Telus, Rogers, they all provide eSIM. Ron, so do their budget carriers. So the Fido, the Kudo, uh, help me out. Oh, uh, Lucky is a budget. Now, they're, they're the ultra, ultra budget. Ultra budget. Yeah. Uh, uh. Yeah. Or Freedom. Uh, yeah. Freedom. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember so them all. <laughs> the ultra budget ones, the ones that don't have stores. So the Lucky Mobile, the Public, public mobile, mobile, the Chatter, yeah. they do mm-hmm. not. So you need to be on one of the big three or on one of their budget carriers. In terms of how long we expect iPhones to last, Brian? Uh, typically seven, eight years if you buy the new one. Yeah. So if you're buying an iPhone 11, which came out three years ago, then you're going to have another four to five years of life with it. Yeah, you can save a ton of money on there. Do the math and figure out which is the deals. Ron, thanks for coming in. It's great to have you back. Pleasure. It's great to be here. Say hi to everybody at the London Ducks where you no longer work. <laughs> I, I will, and good luck everyone shopping this weekend. Yes. Brian, thanks as always. Thank you. You and have you and Gary have fun on the show next weekend. I'll try and call in from Disney and let you know how all the technology works. If you don't hear from me, it didn't work. No. <laughs> or I'm playing with Mickey. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the Santa Claus parade, weather permitting, and so it goes.